Y'all ought to see the moves that Tideford is making. Welcome into the swamp. Wednesday, February 8th. Thunder rolling outside. But we're in here nice and dry. What's going on, Tideford? On your side of oh, the swamp. Well, don't you be knocking outside that door because the house is a rocking inside. Need a little pepperoni on the pizza today. So, hey, speaking of. It's National Pizza Day Eve. Oh, boy. So, get ready to order you some pizza tomorrow. Any kind, any style, any way you want it. Pizza, pizza. That's it. You gotta have it. Got a lot of love for pizza. Well, these guys may not have wanted pizza, but uh, they're big on their acorns. What is that? These woodpeckers in California. <laughs> pest, control, <laughs> pest control was called. Uh, they were thinking there was an insect problem, and there, people were seeing maggots and mealworms. So they get into the wall, and woodpeckers have stashed 700 pounds of acorns. Is that all? That's well, all. That's a new insulation. I like to know how the guy he estimated about seven hundred pounds. I just like to know how he knew, but that's just. We have a red-headed woodpecker out there. We do. In the back, of course. This morning out there at the bird feeder, there's not really any birds out there right now. I did see a squirrel run out there real quick. Did have an umbrella, and then he ran back to wherever squirrels go. Yeah. All right. That's right. Han Solo. Oh, Hans. You know, Hans. Yeah. He, he's he's kind of, well. I get a lot of those songs mixed up, you know, the Superman ones and all that. So. But anyway, oh, that's that old it. Hans. That one's it. Uh, yeah. Han Solo's blaster from the original Star Wars trilogy became the most expensive prop gun sold at auction when it fetched a price of one million fifty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Well, that price is out of this world. Are you kidding me? Did he like buy a lotto ticket on the East Coast or uh, something? He may have. Yeah, there was a story of a guy speaking of lottos on the East Coast. A guy goes uh, to, on vacation from New York to Maryland and wins a hundred thousand dollars scratch off ticket. Come I'm on. telling you, we need to take a trip. I ran a rookie ball player over the Rams. Uh, was in Vegas this weekend, a little bit of vacation, you know, and he went over $500,000 at a card game. It's not too bad at all. Yeah, that's right. Hey, did win Super Bowl, but hey, what the heck, did last year. Of course, he didn't. He's a rookie this year. I got a half hundred. Ah. That's all. Yep, boy. Okay. Well, music news. A little bit. In 1964. With Louie Louie by the Kingsman under FBI investigation for containing obscene lyrics, the song's publishers offered $1,000 to anyone who could definitively distinguish the dirty words. Uh, Louie Louie, oh, hey, you got to go now. Oh, yeah, I was in high school in those days, but it was, hey, hey, you hear what they're saying? You know, it's a lot more fun when you're carrying the head of things. <laughs> the FBI's on our tail. We got to go now. Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay, a few years later, 1973, Max Yasger died of a heart attack at age 53. 
and he was the owner of the dairy farm in Bethel, New York, at which the Woodstock Music and Art Fair was held. By the time he got to Woodstock, hey, August 1969, and they went 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, something like that. Yep. They were half a million strong. Hey, uh, that's Woodstock, not to be confused with Wayne Stock, which yes. is from Wayne's World Part 2. We watched the first one yesterday. Excellent. And we got the second one taped. That's the one with old Wayne Stock. Yeah, Woodstock is the bird's name. Yeah. And the peanuts column, that's when he came up with the little critters. There you go. Yeah. You know, our boy. Who wrote all those peanuts? Schultz. Schultz. I mean, what do you think? So, well, it's a couple of good characters right there. Snoopy and Woodstock and then Joe Cool and that's right. all of them that, you know. We saw some Joe Cools yesterday at the veterinarian. We did. They were pretty cool. We saw all kinds of pets. Yeah. Pets at the vet. Right. Why were we, we at had the vet? Appointment. We had we did. Lex had an appointment. Lex, my dachshund, aka the gator in the swamp. She's sixteen. Decided to have a little little checkup going on. Don't worry, she's fine. She's gonna make it ten more years. All right. So we talked about Wayne's World and how much we like that movie. Wayne's World. Well, there's a couple movies. There's actually 40 they listed, but I'm going to give you three that critics hated, but everybody else loved. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Critics are always pretty messed out. Here's a Kobe Gent favorite, Big Trouble in Little China. Cap Ron's in that one. Oh, he loved that show. 1986. Uh, Hook, Robin yeah. Williams, Peter Pan Story. I love that show. And Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze. Or Peter Griffin. Yeah. Roadhouse. Like I said, National Pizza Day Eve. Get you a slice tomorrow. Make it. Buy it. Bake it. Whatever. Go to Chicago. Try theirs. Go to New York. Fold it over. Lex is on the move. The Gator. All right. That's all I got for today. What you know, Typhon? Well, you put squash on pizza. Squash it up. Yeah, you can put that in. So we're going to talk a little bit about summer squash today. Summer squash or squashes that are harvested with immature while the rind is still tender and edible. Nearly all summer squashes are varieties of Cucubita pepo. Though not all Cucubita pepo are considered summer squashes. The... Uh, Things that it can do for you or do to you are summer squash contains about 87% water and may help to keep the body hydrated. Summer squashes contain a wide range of vitamins and minerals that are known to have immune activity. Therefore, it may help to boost immunity. We had some squash last night, you know, saute. You listen to smooth jazz, but... Uh, a little saute that and a little bit of onions with a little poke chop, poke chop, greasy, greasy. We're going to win this easy, easy from the green egg. But no matter if you get it yellow or if you get it green, which you can get it right now this time of year too, it could have possible side effects. Summer squash contains an ample amount of vitamin K. 
is therefore not a suitable fruit for individuals taking certain medications such as beta blockers. The risk of hyperkalemia is very high when these medications interact with vitamin K in summer squash. So here's some recommendations how to eat old summer squash, which is classified as a fruit. About two to four servings of fruit are recommended daily. A serving of summer squash is one cup of sliced raw portion. Diet diversification is vital. Therefore, servings of other fruits should be incorporated into the diet. So, just remember about your summer squash. Not a bad deal. Right there. Hey, Got a lot of rain going on and everything right now, but the opposite of rain is drought. And some, here we are with the old farmer's auger neck. We'll tell you a little bit of what that's all about. The term drought is often used to describe any period of little or no rainfall. But in actuality, drought is a relative to the expected rainfall for a particular area. For example, by definition, a desert receives little rainfall, but would not be described as suffering a drought. Because they don't get much out there. Well, it's a desert. Okay. There are also different kinds of droughts, such as meteorological, hydrological, and agricultural. In the United States, many people use the word to describe a period of at least 21 days in which an extensive area receives 30% or less of its usual rainfall. Drought relief may come over a period of months as the rainfall returns to average, or it may be broken suddenly by heavy rains. This balance may be the reason many meteorologists say that average rainfall is a drought plus a flood divided by two. Hardy or hard. And here's another thing. Enjoy it if you're getting rain today because we have been going through a drought, as they say here on. Just don't like the weather. Just wait a minute. You're in Texas. I got you. If we got to listen to that. Hey, on June 16th, 1957, a 10-day heat wave ended with three straight days of 100 degree temperatures in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. And I know everyone around here is worried about Valley Forge. It's the first so, thing I thought of when I got up this morning. Yeah. How are you doing in Valley Forge? Here's another little weather history. On July 4th, 1816, New Englanders had to wear overcoats at midday despite the sunshine in the so-called year without a summer. Year without a summer, huh? In 1816. That sounded like a, a uh, Beach Boy cover <laughs> album somehow. So we bring that up there. Hey, want to kind of rekindle a little bit our suicide warning signs a little bit uh, out of the Texas High School Coaches Association. You know, if you're around a kid, you read their journal or something, the school i used to have the kids do a journal and i read them i was the only one that read them and if i got an alert on one of them i'd take it to the counselor and we'd work from there but 
talking or writing about suicide, for example, making statements such as I'm going to kill myself or I won't be a problem for you much longer. Withdrawing from social contact and having mood swings. Increasing use of substances such as alcohol or drugs. Feeling trapped, hopeless, or helpless about a situation. Changing normal routine, including eating or sleeping patterns. Doing risky or self-destructive things. Giving away belongings where there is no other logical explanation for why this is being done. Developing personality changes or being severely anxious or agitated when experiencing some of the warning signs listed above. And if you're around a teenager or young folks of some kind, really don't know how to approach them about anything, you might could use these examples of conversation starters. I've noticed that you have missed practices. Are you okay? I haven't seen you smile in a while. Is there anything you would like to talk about? Hey, you seem frustrated today. Do you want to chat? I feel like something is up with you. Can you share what's going on? Whenever you're ready to talk, I'm ready to listen. Again, I just want to remind everybody, this is from the Texas High School Coaches Association magazine. And they do more than just draw up the X's and O's and all of that. You know, I feel proud to be a member of that organization. Even though I'm retired now, I stayed in it because, I mean, people's people, that's what we're here all about, to help out. Yeah, you'd like to win all your ball games. Course, just not going to happen. You're going to have to go through adversities, and sometimes kids just can't handle just the everyday living. That's what's good about sports. It gives them a diversion of what their lives are really going on when they're not at school or participating in sports. So, anyway, those, as uh, I like to say, teachers and coaches are trying. <laughs> They sometimes need a little bit of help at the house. Hey, I got a little wit and wisdom out of Texas high school coaches. Here we go. Getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. Boy, that, that hits it right there, don't it? Oh, C.S. Lewis. Ah. Yeah, get some of that. Oh, C.S. Oh, another couple other things. Talked about uh, Rita Rudner, the other day, comedian. Mm -hmm. Of course, I can no way uh, do her voice. If you know who that is, see if you can see this is her. But she's always can comment on just everyday living things. And this one is on falling in love. Because it's a week from yesterday, Valentine's coming on, you know. No, boy. Yeah, buddy. Before I met my husband, I never fallen in love. I stepped in it a few times. I was always meeting men who weren't right for me. That's why I feel that after you've dated someone, it should be legal to stamp them with what's wrong with them. That way, the next person doesn't have to start from scratch. <laughs> well, that way, you know. That's good. You know, they can read about them. Be helpful. He said, yeah, cut to the chase or whatever. That kind of thing. 
Hey, I'm telling you what, up in uh, Oklahoma last night, high school basketball, there was a score, four to two. This one team, of course, come in there. They're trying to uh, stall because they're playing against the 18-1 and one team. So they come into their place, and, of course, they stalled around. They did get beat four to two. And, whoo, boy, the comments some of the fans made. Very interesting. Coaches would need to be fired, all that kind of business, you know. But uh, when we're going to get the uh, shot clock, but four two would be a little bit that'd be a little bit tough to, yeah. to witness. Yeah. Just think if you're on the losing team and you hit the two points, you are the high point of the day. So you're in the stands. Okay, I'm gonna run the concession stand. Let me know if I uh, miss something. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? That's uh wonder how they the four points if they stretched it out in two quarters or if that was a uh, four point quarter. It, it was early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> high, high speed and that is rough. Now I think I might rather watch the little peewee people. They still a little bit doing. of action in it. Yeah, you know that's gonna happen. <laughs> well, hey, that's all I got to multiply, subtract, and add and divide. We're kind of fighting the weather here on this communication thing. Afraid we might get cut off, so we're gonna. Cut this off right here. You got anything else? Multiply, strike, add, or divide before you plug our books. It's just a great day to read. It's a great day to read. The Gent Library, Swan Productions Facebook leads right to all the links. We appreciate you. There's 10 books to read. Read them twice. Read them three times. <laughs> That's right. And uh, thanks for listening to Retired Coach and His Kid. Hey, it's also a good day to journal. Be a good day to call someone if they're kind of reined in. You're kind of reined in. Give someone a call Make their day. Old nephew Dale called me last night. Perked me up a little bit. It's always fun to hear from him and the and the clan up there, you know, the clampets. So anyway, I'm the retired coach. I'm the kid. Hey, make it count. Woo!